amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power of Color Radio, where color is our passion and our companion in this transforming world. Here's your host, Arlene Arnold. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so glad you're here. Leslie Romine, our uh, trainer for complementary color therapy, is with me today. And we are going to be talking about finding your authentic vitality. And as many of you know, the subjects of these blog talk radios come up because of the things that I find are happening with myself and other people. So I just first want to say that... um, there's a lot coming up right now. So if you're finding that you're having some sleepless nights or having extra dreams or if you feel like things that you thought you had taken care of as far as patterns in your life are coming up again, it, it, you're not alone. There, this is happening for a lot of people. And what we want you to know is that that there's lots of help here and that we're in this together, you don't have to make it alone. So um, we we encourage you to, to join us on Facebook. Uh, it's called the Power of Color Tribe, and there we give you lots of different things that you can think about. We can support you on your journey. So if, if you haven't yet signed up for that, please do, because that, I think, is a good way that we can help support you. So... Um, the first thing I kind of thought we should talk about is what we mean by authentic and vitality. So, Leslie, tell us a little bit about what you think of when um, you hear the word authentic. Well, the first things that come to mind are um, genuine, being genuine or real. Um, and if we're talking about people or, you know, ourselves, it's um For me, it's being true to yourself. Um, So those are the ones that come up for me. Yeah. Okay. And and vitality, what I think is for me, because I'm in Aries and I tend to have a lot of energy, but over time I've had to find my authentic vitality, which is not to be on high gear all the time, (laughs) even though... Being in Aries, that that is kind of the tendency. It still is not something that is healthy for me. So I have to find my own rhythm. And this is kind of what I want to talk about with everybody today is finding your own rhythm because yours is different from anybody else's. And um, finding that and then actually paying attention to what's happening and being able to maintain that is a huge part of authenticity. Because to me, what happens to us is, we, as kids, we usually start out with that really authentic little kid part of us, and then we start getting all of these messages and experiences and things, and it's like all these overlays of beliefs. 
get laid on us and we take that on and it, it sort of gets heavier and heavier to carry it around and and it's oftentimes takes us into doing something that's not really our authentic self. I, I noticed for me, for example, that I had a belief that I really had to sort of take care of everybody around me and being someone who did, did sessions, I, I would feel like I was really responsible for what happened to that person in the session. Well, it is important that I do the best I can do, but I, I can't really take care of what happens for that person. That's really their job. But it took me a long time to understand that. And until I understood that, I found that a lot of my energy would be sapped because I was trying to I was trying to do it for the other person. So, Leslie, have you found that one in your life as well? Um, yeah. Um, you mean just um, going beyond your own rhythm? Yeah, and, that, and thinking somehow you have to help somebody else um, through something, even if you, uh, even if what you've done. Um, is the best you can do. It's like we just keep going over the top. Yeah, yeah, yes, indeed, I have. And, um, you know, for me, it's I've, I've noticed that um, over the years, I mean, thankfully I'm better at it now, but um, it's been a real hard one for me to overcome because I have that tendency to want to, um, you know, assist others. And so... Um, you know, I've had to learn to put myself more uh, and self-care, uh, and that means paying attention to my rhythm um, ahead of uh, the other parts of giving because um, that otherwise my health goes, you know, really quickly. So um, I really have to pay attention to that. And what I've noticed is that our body is really a good signal for us. And what I used to do is when I started to get tired, I would override that and push harder. And I learned that that really was, I was on the road to burnout if I did that. And so I've learned that I need to pay attention that when I'm tired, it means I need a time out. And sometimes it's only five minutes or 15 minutes. And I can actually lie down for 20 minutes and come up feeling refreshed. I actually did that today. And I found that when I was, um, I've had a lot of different types of jobs over the years. And I did have a period of time when I, when I was in a situation where I, I ran the front office, office of a small manufacturing company. And um, I could not make it through the day. And I think part of that was that I tended to take on other people's energy, which I don't do as much anymore. But I also found that I just needed a break time. And so even in the cold part of the winter, I would go out to my car during my lunch break and I would take a 20-minute nap and then I was good for the afternoon. But until I found out that that's what I needed in my particular rhythm, I would just keep pushing and I would keep trying to find a way to... um, to keep going, and I'm not at my best when I push. I I end up um, getting rattled. My brain doesn't work as well when I, when I'm pushing, and um, 
I see a lot of people who drink coffee, and I like my coffee in the morning, but I see people who drink coffee instead of taking a break, or they call that a break. And so anytime we are working with something that is a consistent way of keeping our energy pushing, not the not the mo- most healthy way to do that. So part of what I want to do today is to, first of all, talk about what are the signals that we need to pay attention to our own um, authentic vitality instead of doing an old pattern that maybe isn't healthy for us. And then what are the ways that we can listen to the body and then respond in a, in a healthy way. So um, what I was thinking is, that, Leslie, that we could just talk about some of the signals that we we notice. So what do you notice in your body when it's time to pay attention because your vitality is not in that place that is your rhythm? Well, often I'll notice um, that up by my neck and shoulders that there's tension and that I'm carrying that around and that sort of, um, you know, it it might, sometimes it might give me a slight headache or it might just be like, if I notice it right away, it's like, wow, I'm really holding stuff in my shoulders. I must not, you know, I must be getting too much stress going. And so um, that's one of the ways. Um, another way is that I will notice that my, um, uh, what do I want to call it? Not my attention, but my um, ability to uh, kind of flow with everything is not as much. And I might be a little brusque or short with either myself or, you know, like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't talk to you. I have to, you know, do this thing. And so you know, be in a hurry. So um, I noticed those two. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. You know, one of the things that I notice is that when I be, and it is about tension, because when you're not in your authentic vitality, very often you are pushing, and then there is a tension that comes up. Or uh, there are also messages that come up and say that say to you, uh, you need to work harder or um, you're being lazy, or there there's so many ways that we've been, been programmed to think that we just have to keep going. I don't think my parents ever said to me, when you're tired, take a break. <laughs> I don't think that was a message that came through. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I mm-hmm. think it's a message that kids need to hear because it helps mm-hmm. them to find their authentic rhythm. Um, but the, the the thing that I think is so important is that when we listen to the body, we say, okay, what do I need to do instead? So what is it that I'm doing that's causing the tension? And what do I need to do instead? And one of the things that I find is that sometimes I realize that I'm not breathing deeply, but I'm just very breathing very shallowly. And one of the things that I've noticed in the the last few months that if that happens, there is like I get kind of a pain in the chest, you know. And at first it was like, does this have something to do with my heart? So I've been tracking it. And what I realized is that if I have moved it into any kind of tension, and it doesn't have to be anything big, 
that that is my signal to sit and breathe for a while and just allow myself to relax into whatever comes next. Don't and, and and the thing that I noticed over the years that was really interesting is that there are two ways that we end up getting into stress in terms of not following our own rhythm, and that is that we either get ahead of ourselves, so it's like you were saying, Leslie, it's like you don't function as well. Yet things don't come easily because you're not in alignment with yourself. And the other thing is, that if we get into fear, we step back and and we hold back, and then we're not in our alignment either. And when we're not in our alignment, it's just not in our rhythm. We are not being authentic because we're not in our personal rhythm. So it's so important to know what that rhythm is so that you know when you're not there. And you go, oops, that doesn't feel right. Or, oh, my body's telling me that I'm tense. Or, you know, if I'm working, I, I do do a to-do list because it's a good way for me to just kind of keep track of where it is that I would like to go. But um, my mom was such a good teacher for me. <laughs> she had her to-do list. And one of the highlights of her day was to check off her to-do list. <laughs> and she wanted to get through the whole thing, you know. And and uh, so... I, I had to change that sort of pattern because to me that was stressful. So now what I do is I see my to-do list as my intention. But just because it's my intention doesn't mean that it all has to be done. And I try to live in that place uh, of saying, I know that I, that when I'm in my authentic vitality and my authentic rhythm, that I will know what to focus on, I will know what to do next, and it will be in alignment. But it, it takes being mindful, it takes being aware, and not getting your your mind over someplace else worrying about something or out in the future trying to figure it out because really the only place we can be right is right here, right now. And if we're not, if we're out there in the future, well, then we just brought all of that worry into the present moment. Or if we're in the past worrying about something, we just brought that into the present moment. And so we are whatever it is that we're focusing on. So I really try to be aware of, of what we're focusing on. Now, um, a lot of times we tend to override the signals that the body gives us. And uh, Leslie, what are some of the ways that you've noticed that you override the signal that says you're not in your authentic rhythm or your authentic vitality. Uh, makes me giggle because I'm just like, well, which one would I pick? Because I have a personal <laughs> one. Um, uh, I guess when I hear myself, no, no, I can do this. You know, I can finish it. It's no problem. Mm-hmm. You know, or I've got to do it. I just have to do it. You know, I have to get it done or I have to do it right now. Or, um, you know, it, it's almost like um, there's a an urgency to it. And um, yeah. and I know at that point that, I, I mean, if I don't catch it before then, I know at that point that, oh, okay, not only am I out of it, I'm starting to, you know, push over the limit. And... Um, that's that's one of the ways, and and another way is to um, notice that um, 
my body isn't moving as fast, my my mind is cloudy, and um, it's like my body's saying, you really, really need to take a pass for a little bit, you know. And I'm just like, no, I I there's this thing, and I've got to accomplish it. And I, I do tend to have, at times, a very strong um, push factor, you know, I would yeah. call it. So, yeah, those are yeah. the pushing and pull that- limits. Yeah, and that really drains our energy because um, mm-hmm. when we're not in that rhythm, you know, when we're pushing, it's it's like it's taking extra energy to push, whereas if we're in our own rhythm, it's just kind of like we're in the wave of it. It's just kind of like a dance, you know. You're going to move with it and enjoy it and be present with it. And, and yeah, you notice sometimes you have a pain here or something. And, and if it's something you need to pay attention to, you do. And, um, and you let the body know that you got the signal and, and you're doing something to help it. So, so you don't ignore the things that come up. But um, I think it's so important to just enjoy the moment, and we don't enjoy the moment when we're pushing ourselves. And we just feel drained, and we feel feel like we're not, we just don't have the vitality that we want. Um, so I want to take a moment and tell you something that I have set up that will be really helpful for those of you who have some of these drivers, <laughs> things that drive you that aren't your, your authentic self. Um, I've set up some uh, group transformational sessions and we do it by uh, phone conference and um, it's on Tuesdays in March and um, the we're, I have one that's in the early morning and one that's in the afternoon the late afternoon so I'm hoping that it will hit different time frames for people and you can come and uh, attend one or you can attend all four and um, these are ones that where we're going to look at what are the things that we took on, the beliefs, the 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 kinds of things that push us when we don't need to be pushing ourselves. What what are the, I call these the overlays. It's kind of like here's this beautiful authentic self and then as you go on through life there's this overlay that comes over. There's a belief here. One of mine was you need to be perfect. And then you keep going on. Then there's another one. Oh, you need to be a good student. And you go on, you know, and it's, you need to be religious in this way. <laughs> there's, there's so many different things that come up along the way. And sometimes nobody says anything. It's just kind of it's in the air. So um, I encourage you to go to thepowerofcolor.com. And if you go to the events page, and scroll down, it shows you, um, it gives you more information about these group sessions. There will only be five people on the call, and each person will have an opportunity to work on one thing that they would like to shift. And it's really, you know, Leslie knows how much we do on the phone. (laughs) Because it's amazing what can happen in in a short time when, when you have an intention and when we have the tools to work that. So if that's something that you're interested in, go to thepowerofcolor.com slash events. Or you can just even go to thepowerofcolor.com and in the menu go to events and then scroll down and you'll find it there. And it's only uh, $17 a session and it's an hour and a half session. So it's it's it has so much value 
and so much possibility for you, and I wanted to make it something that was affordable and that um, you could give it a try and see if it helps you. So um, let's let's move on to um, the the things that we have learned that are our self-care things. And um, one of the things that we talk about in the basic color course is how important it is to pay attention to what you eat. You know, if you eat foods in all of the different colors, that is really healthy for you. And I still have a little bit of a problem with that because I I love comfort foods. <laughs> and those comfort foods often don't have any color to them. It's the vegetables and the fruits that have a lot of color. So um, I don't get down on myself, but I do pay attention and say, okay, you need to do some vegetables. You need to do some fruits. <laughs> and um, mm. one of the things that I've discovered is that Costco has some great salads. And so if I have it made up, I will eat it. <laughs> so that's one of the things that I do for myself. So what do you do for yourself around food, Leslie? Um, that's funny because I just um, discovered this great um, uh, organic um, spring mix uh, salad. Um, uh, I guess it's a bag of salad. But um, it's at a great price, which, you know, for my personality, that's a bonus. And, um, yeah, and, and I've been eating from that, and that's just been really great. And, um, uh, yeah, I, I am aware of the colors of the food that we eat. And, um, like today, I bought um, a yellow pepper and I bought a couple of bananas because I thought, mm, you know, we're really, we're both of us are needing a little more yellow these days. So, you know, um, I'm going to get a little of that and see if that helps kind of balance things out. So, um, yeah, and yellow yellow really gives you more clarity. So, you know, I think that's mm-hmm. a really good one to have around when you're making decisions or um, if you if you feel like you're doing a project that takes a lot of energy. Um, and the other thing in the salad that I'm e- eating, it has red and green, and um, that's a great one for your vitality because the the red is really your your vital energy that comes up through the earth and comes through you. And the um the green is is the balance of that, the complementary color balance, and that's your heart center and that is your um a sense of reaching out to other people. And so that kind of balance to me really helps me stay in the flow of my vitality. So um are you gonna do something purple with your yellow pepper? I would need to, wouldn't I? <laughs> uh, well, we'll find something. Oh, I know. Maybe I know. A purple we have cabbage. To... I don't know. Purple cabbage might go with it. <laughs> yeah. Good. That's a good idea. So, um, the other thing that I've noticed is as I go along, I really have to be aware of what energies I go into. If I go into groups, um, of people, I sometimes find that I either have to stop and just do a little breathing myself or um, I have to go into a group being really mindful of staying within my own energy. 
I don't really take on other people's energy anymore, but I just sometimes find the too many energies exhausting. And uh, so I, I really pick and choose what kind of groups I'm going to go into. Well, my granddaughter was just updated, you know. She was just um, in the state gymnastics meet, which is so cool because she's had um, cancer and she's had health problems and stuff, and she's just such a trooper. And so being there, I was able to be in the room where the gymnastics was, but my um, nephew was in another room that was for, for wrestling, and there were humongous number of people there, and I was trying to find where it was he was wrestling because I wanted to support him. I had to finally just say, I don't know where he is, I can't do this, and I had to leave because there was just way too much energy in that room. And, of course, the energy is all very active and very, you know, people are really involved in wrestling, like they're out there wrestling with the person. And that kind of energy was kind of hard on me. So, um, let's see, where, what are places that you find that you have to be very aware of, of how it affects you? Um, actually, um, I noticed it wasn't so much the people for me, but yesterday I was riding in a car with a couple of people and um, the person driving had music on that was um, a little louder than I would have liked. And I asked to turn it down. They did, but it was still really loud. And it, um, the sound was what really got to me. And so I thought, okay, I'm just going to go into my, you know, center and and do some deep breathing. And, you know, I just kind of waited because it wasn't, you know, polite to say, gosh, just shut that off, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, but, um, you know, I have to take care of myself that way because it was, with my system being the way it was lately, it's like I just needed a little bit more quiet for, you know, that kind of thing going on. So sometimes it's people but some and sometimes it's, uh, you know, noises and things for me. Yeah, and I think we have to be, be aware of that. And, you know, sometimes for people it's also color. We had one person that we had in the training program, as you remember, who could not handle bright colors. Now, I think that over time she worked through some of that, um, but, you know, it's kind of like you have to be aware of what colors work for you, too, not just because about how they look on you, but is the frequency of that color what you need, or is that too much? Like a really bright red might be too much, but maybe a rosy red would be worse something that would work better for you. So it's really the frequencies of color are really important too. And again, I think we have to remember that we're each unique. And so what what works for one person may not work for somebody else. So um and and it's really up to us to take care of ourselves and make sure that we're doing what we need to for ourselves. Yeah. Any any last thing, thoughts you have Leslie that you want to add to this? Well, I was just going to say that sometimes wearing the colors um, is really helpful to me. I know I was going into a, a room full of uh, children, uh, and um, they were going to have a big assembly and everything, and 
that day, and I thought, you know, I'm going to wear pink today because pink just feels like the right thing to wear. And I was much more uh, relaxed, and um, the energy around me I felt was better. And so, you know, just wearing that pink shirt helped me feel better for the day. So sometimes wearing colors make a big difference. And also the other thing that we do is to send those colors ahead of us into a situation. I don't always remember to do that, but it sure makes a difference when I think about it and I go, okay, what color would be really helpful to me in this situation? And uh-huh. so if you if you can do that, then then you are more in resonance with yourself. So. Well, um, gosh, we're almost out of time again. It goes so fast. Uh, I want to say to everybody that that March is Color Therapy Month, and I really want to encourage you to get involved. There's a bunch of really great people who are part of Color Therapy Month from all over the world. And I think the easiest way to get connected to it is to go on Facebook. And uh, if you go on Facebook and if you just put in Color Therapy Month, it will come up. But it's actually facebook.com slash Month. And um, Elaine Marie has done such a beautiful job there, and she does has so much information about color and so much that you can learn from there. And um, we also have a new coloring book that will be uh, highlighted on there and that I'll be talking about on on. So um, please remember to come by to powerofcolor.com. We have information about the coloring book there, too. And it's really an instructional book as well as fun coloring. So thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank you, Leslie, for joining me. And I hope everybody has a great week. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. So um, in the meantime, remember to be good to yourself and to um, take care of yourself so you can live in your own authenticity. Yes. So thank you, everybody, and we will see you next time around. Bye-bye. Thanks for being part of the Power of Color Radio. Join us every second and fourth Wednesday at 3.30 p.m. Pacific, 6.30 p.m. Eastern for a half hour of colorful information and transformational experiences. In the meantime, you can find us at www.thepowerofcolor.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.